Hi, I'm Christian. And I'm Angela. And we are married. And bored. Ding dong, jingle bells. Ding dong, jingle bells. (laughs) I was trying to think of a good way to start this mini holiday episode. (laughs) So Christian's out, definitely laughing at me and that's like a okay. doorbell jingle bells ding dong jingle bells yeah, it's like hey carolers are here so we are here back at you again with another miniature episode of the married and board podcast yes christmas style we are talking about some games you can buy for those in your life that you love maybe yourself even in there and uh <laughs> i hope you love yourself there you go and yeah, it's been fun. This is our fifth one. This is our fifth one. We've been uh, just rocking it this rocking Christmas it. season around the Christmas tree. Um, and we've got another great game to talk about today for you all. This one is Wavelength. Ooh, it sounds sci-fi. It is. This was all the rage maybe two years ago mm-hmm. uh, when it came out. And like everyone in the board game world is posting about it, talking about it. It's a recent acquisition for us. And so we thought, let's talk about it. Let's Let's just jump in and recommend this one for Christmas for our listeners. Angela, as always, what is this game? Okay, so it is a fun party game that's about 30 to 40 minutes long. It's for 2 to 12 or more people. Yeah, it says 12 on the box, I think, but like... You could, it could be an, not infinite. You could play with pretty large parties. Oh, yeah. For if you sure. set up some special rules. But. Yeah. So, and once we describe it, you might get that. So, it's going to be, it's a social guessing game. So, you're going to have two ke- teams competing to read each other's minds. Teams are going to rotate a dial to where they think a hidden bullseye is located on a spectrum. It's like a hemisphere. Yeah. 180 degrees. Half circle. Yeah. And one of the players on your team knows exactly where the bullseye is and is going to try to get you to guess where it is based on conceptually describing between two binaries. So let's what give is, an example. Yeah, I was going to say, what does that mean, two so, binaries, well, ones and zeros? It's like opposites. Yeah, so the example that we want to say, and it's the, I think it's the example on the box too. So you'll draw a card, and the card says hot on one side of the card mm-hmm. on the same side. So it's divided in half. So say hot and cold right. on the right and left sides. And so you spin your dial, and then you find out that the uh, the bullseye is slightly off center on the cold side. Okay. But only you know this. Not your and team. And so now I, being the, the, the clue giver, have to give a clue to my team that is so that they can adjust the dial and the, the needle to where the, the bullseye, bullseye is. is. Yeah. And so you're thinking, all right, so what's the coldest thing in the world? And you're like, Ice. well, my ex-wife's heart. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> you could say that. Um, so you say ice or Antarctica. And so that might be on the far end of the cold spectrum. Right. But you just want slightly left. Yeah. And so the example they say is like salad. Yeah. Like maybe it's like co- salad's not the coldest thing I can think of, but it's not <laughs> hot. So. Yeah. Like tap water. Yeah. Maybe tap water. It just depends. And so like you have to try to make sure that your guess 
is as accurate as possible to how you know. Now, where it gets fun is, like, my scale of cold to hot is way different than the groups. Sure. And so, like, trying to, like, play that mind game is very fun. Yes. And even amongst the people on the team that are guessing. Like, there's, like, no, I think it's here. It's no, like, I, I think it's more Well, it's coffee because I only drink iced coffee. Yeah. It's like, no. Like, the majority of people drink hot coffee. <laughs> You could see where that could go. Yes. And so there's a lot of like arguing. Discussing. Just, yeah. Trying to figure out where it could be. And laughs. Um, I think that's what we love about it is that it's fun. It's like it's like a very involved, I don't know, like exciting party game. Yeah. It's, we don't play a lot of party games. No, um, we don't. We don't have a lot of parties. No, but I'm just saying, like, (laughs) we played our... I think everybody played their fair share of... um, Outbursts? Categories? No, what's... (laughs) (laughs) Cards Against Humanity. Oh, yes. Everyone did that for a while, and that was fun. But then, like, they just kind of, like, they they get boring after a while. Right. And I'm sure Wavelength can, too, as all games can, but, like... It's... There's a lot going on because it's just subjective. It's something fresh. Yeah, it's... Everyone like everyone's scale is different, and your answers you say and your clues you say are going to be different. Yeah. So if thinking of clues is very fun to me. I yeah. like enjoying. I like doing that when we play in a small group with our, just our family. I have to think of like, let's just say it's like cool, nerdy. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I'm playing with my kids and my wife. So like, is you com- kind of cater to your audience. yeah? Is computers cool? Yeah. Or is it nerd like? We, I have to think about what they're thinking of. Yeah. As the group gets bigger, that's much more hard to do. Yeah. So it's, it's a fun dynamic, too. What's another thing that we like about it? It's uh, kid-friendly. I like that you can involve the family. Um, and it's nice because you don't actually have to take anything out of the box. Oh, the packaging is so cool. Yeah. Everything... Like, the scoring is inside the box. Yeah, it displays this dial. Like, you just prop it up in the box, and it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you don't... The cards are in the... How cool is that? Everything is just in the box, and you just pass the box around. Or, I guess, alternatively, you could take turns coming up to where the box is. Yeah, I think that's how you would... In my mind, you should do it. Okay. Yeah. Passing the box can get a little clunky, and it's like, let's build it all. Especially if there's alcohol involved. <laughs> and another thing, too, it's not just kid-friendly, but if you want to take it up to another level, there yeah. is advanced cards. And I'll give you one example of an advanced card that is just its just so crazy to me that, like, trying to think of an answer for this. So on one end of the card, you have dictatorship, and the other one, you have democracy. Yeah. And you spin that wheel, and wherever your bullseye lands, you're just like, oh, man. So if the bullseye is far left, you're like... Stalin. Yeah, it's like Fidel Castro, and yeah. then on democracy, you're just like George Washington, yeah. or like or like what if it's in the mid? Like what is in the middle of that? You're just yeah. like uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know Sweden. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so that there's some cool, thinky, um, advanced cards that you can use if you're playing with a group of adults. Yeah, and I think those kind of cards. Um, kind of help you get to know people better like yeah because you're just like wait you thought that coffee was cold? coffee was cold like no like who are you yeah <laughs> so there's there's that aspect of funness as well yes 
Uh, we recently did one where it was like, you think bath water is really that hot? Oh, yeah. yeah like, For the kids, like that was mine. It was hot and cold, yeah. the, like our example. But mine was slightly on the hot side. Yeah, just and slightly. It, so I was thinking like, okay, so we have boiling water. That's probably towards the other end. Yeah. But then there's also like the sun. Yeah. Which is like, I would probably put that at the bottom. Yeah. Like as hot as you can get. Yeah. So I'm like, bath. I said, take a bath. Yeah, bath water. <laughs> and they they turn that needle so far. So and- far towards the hot. And we're just like, what? <laughs> we don't give you boiling water baths. Yeah. Nor do we give them cold baths. No, so. it's so funny. So that's the fun part about it. You're just like learning about each other. And it's really, it's for anyone that has a, like a party atmosphere they're going to um, or could potentially bring this to a Christmas party or even like a team building. I think, yeah, it'd be um, a fun little team building icebreaker type thing. Yeah. It'd like be work. fun. To, yeah. Um, it, it would be a fun like work party if it was small enough. Like if you were in a small enough setting or broken into like teams. D- departments or yeah, something. Departments. Yeah. Um, dinner parties. I like that it's subjective. And like we said, you're learning about each other. So it's not like there's a lot of strategy um, you can think really hard, but it's not like cat in the box, which we discussed last episode in the same type of thinking way. No. And then like, if the goal is to get points by getting the bullseye as close as you can to your needle mark. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, do you, you don't need to keep score. It's just fun to try to guess totally and like, see, try to get on that same quote wavelength yes (laughs) as the other people playing the game and you can play it cooperatively so if you're thinking like us that you're usually in like a smaller unit of four uh you can play it cooperatively um or competitively definitely okay where can you find it well we were lucky enough to find this one at target yes we were on i think we got it like pretty recently black friday special yeah yeah uh-huh uh, and i think it was like 15 20 dollars i don't know if it was 15 but it was somewhere in the 25 to 40 range i think yeah it was it was cheap enough where we pulled the trigger and we're like yes yeah let's do it um because it has been so out luck- been out for so long luckily you can find it at a big box store like target um or barnes and noble, at barnes and noble i'm fairly certain has it you can find it on amazon our local game store local has game it. store has it so this this is one where we have no problem from saying like if you want it this holiday season you will find it yes and who is the publisher here so the publisher is cmyk games i believe okay. so um it's it's a game company and that's all i know about it i was gonna say i've never heard of it before <laughs> But um, uh, I'm gonna say shut up and sit down. So shut up and sit down, right? They did a yeah uh, episode on this uh, video. They love this game. Yeah, and, and so if you're curious to know more about it before you pull the trigger, there you go. You should look at that video. That's what we looked at. Before yeah, we... just, when they love a game, you can definitely tell and feel that in their videos. Yes, and they said sometimes we wouldn't even keep score and we would just do card after card. Just to get to know more about the people giving clues. Yeah. And I think that's so... You don't get to do that in a game a lot. Right. And so that really is interesting. Love it. So, 
What are you going to throw at me for a holiday question? A kitchen sink. Here we go, Angela. We're oh, going to no. end the show with a question. And the question is, should eggnog be yes. a year-round drink and available to purchase year-round? Um, sure. Okay. I- Thank you for listening to this. <laughs> I would only drink eggnog. Now, for me, it's oat nog. Yes, Same I know. Thing. We'll play Dairy, Dairy-free. <laughs> um, but I would only drink it during a certain season, the winter season. Do you think it's because it's only been available during that time? Well, I wouldn't put like a hard end like, oh, it's the 26th of December <laughs> and I can't drink eggnog anymore. Yeah, it's like wearing white past Labor Day. Like but you're not I- allowed to do it. <laughs> But I wouldn't be drinking it into March, April. How would you feel about a nice summer nog? No. no in, in Arizona. No, thanks. Okay, so like that wasn't really my, I guess along the same lines. Okay. Do you have like a favorite Christmas uh, drink? I know a lot of people drink eggnog. They do like the brandy in it. Yeah. We're coffee people. So do yeah. you have like a favorite way to prepare your coffee during the holidays? Um. Well, I really like peppermint which i think i've mentioned on one of our standard episodes before probably um so i would do like a peppermint mocha that kind of gets me in the mm-hmm. you know with the whipped cream and candy canes sprinkled on top something like that that's your jam what about you i think um i i think eggnog should be available all year round i think that'd be fine with me um <laughs> <laughs> got it and i do like i do like like an eggnog latte. Yeah, you do. We used to work, you and I, at Caribou Coffee back in Minnesota, yes, and they would do. do a really good one. Yeah. I haven't had one this year, and you can really only have like two a season because after you drink one, you're just like, oh man, that was a lot. I don't know if I should have <laughs> drinking all that. <laughs> We're really making it sound good. But it's, it is, it's so good. It is so good. Um, I do enjoy those. So, like, usually it's, I don't like a lot in my coffee. So, like, peppermint's not my thing. I don't like gingerbread. Right. So just give me an eggnog latte every once in a while, and I'll be I'll be happy. You'll be happy. Yep. There we go. So, wavelength, eggnog, whatever gets your party going, <laughs> that's what we're uh, recommending yep. this and we th- season. And we thank you for joining us on this Married and Bored uh, holiday journey i think this one wraps up the first week yep and we'll we'll probably come back next week with a few more oh exciting